now, broadcasting from the jungles of Southeast Asia, it is time for the Ed Namrock Podcast! Oh shit, how'd you like that intro, y'all? Well, it's the first time debuting it, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Jaime Salas, who was the first one to comment on the podcast, I lied you, um, but again, we're having... One of my personal favorite bands, um, Vigester on the show. And up first, because uh, everyone's, you know, getting to their desk, doing their thing, whatever, um, is the front man, the, one of the main songwriters, I guess I could say, and um, the best looking one out of the whole band. Uh, he is Mr. Voodoo Kyle. And yes, you are the best looking one. So, and I'm just no. being biased because I know you know. So we got Clifford Conway, who looks like uh, the, the the Owens brother. What's his name? Um, Luke. Or no, Luke oh, um, Wilson. There we go. And then we got Matt, who looks like, um, I don't know who he looks like, but he's, he looks he's a, like, um, he looks like a, the, the, not, not Carlos Ponce, the guy from Couples Retreat, but he would look like a, a yoga instructor, like at a fucking Caribbean, like getaway. And he wow. would talk like this and he would be, Use your energy to make sure you do cat and dog and breathe in and breathe out. Oh, and then yeah, he, he knows all like the yoga, bro. I know he's he's a bigger dude than I am. He 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 swears he's six three. I'm six three. I'm like no fool. You are like six nine. No <laughs> shit. Oh, and there he is, there joining he is. us from the jungles of Southeast Asia, just like me. <laughs> thunder, 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 dick. Oh, how's it going, y'all? It's going good, man. man. Good to you see you, brother. Um, thanks Glad for joining. Good to see you guys too. Oh, you look at look at him. He's so fancy. He's got the AirPods on. He's got AirPods. Got, nah, this he's, he's got he's got a fucking string on him, man. Oh, those are perfect though. I mean, I have bone to pick with those fucking AirPods anyway because they're just so. Well, first of all, I heard the battery life sucks. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I don't have a pair. My wife has a pair. Uh, I just don't understand the like why they've designed them the way that they have the fucking microphone is all the way back by your cheek yeah and it's totally off axis and you can't have it like around here so it's kind of <laughs> like and then plus you you i swear i when i wasn't it was working in hollywood and these things first came out i swear to god i'm like dude there's just a plethora of fucking crackheads just coming out of nowhere because everyone's hot talking to themselves and shit <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, this reminds me of the time that I worked at Singular Wireless back in like 2005, and we debuted the Bluetooth headsets. They used to, you know, they used to flash blue. And um, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the like old they look like, they look like something out of fucking Star Trek and shit. That was a confusing um, couple of years, you know, when you couldn't see the the thing on the ear, and you just kind of catch somebody you think they were talking to you just from yeah. <laughs> You know, the <laughs> and you can't see him right at all. You yeah, you're like, yeah. what the fuck, man? Like, okay, like I, I remember seeing some lady walk up and down her street, and uh, and I'm like, she was saying, no, nah, fuck, fuck that, I'm not gonna fucking do it. And I'm like, she talking to me? What the fuck, bitch? What's up? Right. <laughs> what, you, you, what's, what's that you banging, man? What the fuck? But um, <laughs> no, it's like, I don't know, man. I I, I think um, well, we'll we'll get to to when uh, Clifford joins us. I know he he's probably plucking his nose hairs right now, but um, it's important. Yeah, very, very. I I learned that the hard way because if you guys have seen some of my uh, stories, I wax the nose hairs. 
I don't know if you, you tried it, Matt, but your, your wife you, waxes them. You wax the nose hairs, dude. It is okay. So what they with uh, my my uh, the the lady that does my hair that cuts my hair. I haven't been there like probably like three months, but they get like a um, oh shit. You're gonna shout out right here. Look at sup thunder dick. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, voodoo? Voodoo like the the web stream server. That's cool. Sub psycho sane. Shout out. Um, so they get a stick. It's hot wax, and they put whatever it is on the tip of the fucking. It looks like a, almost like a popsicle stick, whatever. And they put it in here, and then they they go like this, and I have to hold a, a little piece of tissue like that so it doesn't rip out my fucking mustache. It leave it there for about five minutes, and then they just go. Flah. And this Man. is educa- educational purposes only. Please do not try this at home. No, bro. Yeah. It Man, it bad. looks like it looks like a family of black widows are just having a fucking <laughs> kegger, bro, on the fucking popsicle. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're fucking throwing gang signs and shit. But now, man, I get those done and check this out. OK, so you're not supposed to do the entire nostril. You're not. You're supposed to do only partially. You're supposed to leave a couple of hair in there. So you're you're. You know, your your nostrils can catch bacteria or any kind of harmful fucking whatever. Yeah. Um, one time we did it too much. I swear I had a sneeze attack for like like an hour. Oh, ago. damn. It was the worst shit too, ever. Too clean. It was just like yeah, an look, empty my, cave. In there. Look, 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 tune in. She loves to put, pull the wax stick out. Of course she does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But when with my so wife, Jen, Jen, did it, she did it with such like purpose like she wanted to just rip my fucking nose off man it was it was the worst man i don't know if you've had that privilege matt but you know um no uh <laughs> yeah i don't uh it doesn't sound like something i'll be trying out anytime soon i mean i i know we're all you know supposed to supposed to come out of quarantine with you know like new new year new me kind of shit but i don't think that's gonna be i don't think it's gonna be part of the new me i don't right. uh, i um you okay so matt grew out his chin hair more i noticed that yes, oh sir. yeah a bit Looking you good. weren't that uh hairy when i last last saw you i think the last time i saw you was the last show god when the fuck even that was that, that, the, that the old town pub show old town pub yeah that was, dude, like a year that ago. was the last one and you know we all spring spring last year we all went our separate ways and did our own goddamn thing because we need to survive but that was the last time i saw you you were like clean shaven from here very minimal down here and you've always had something going on here but i can't really tell yeah well i mean for for a while it was just a it was just a small goatee but this this like longer beardy i mean and this besides that's like that's all that's ever gonna happen <laughs> that's that's we have to that's fucking subcaption right this uh podcast you know the importance of male hair in on or around your face that needs to be <laughs> i'm just waiting for the females to come in i do the same thing i got a hairy ass nostril and a mustache you're like yeah. oh well <laughs> but um I mean, I, I'll I'll just start bullshitting with you guys and wait till Triple uh, C joins in. But um, there's a lot of listeners that don't know who who you guys are. They know who they know the band name. They know they know the music, but they don't. This is a chance for them to get to know you guys on a different level. And um, I'll start with Matt, only because you know I, I'm quick to go with um, uh, with Kyle yeah, all the time because yeah, everyone knows Kyle's face. You know. Um, 
But old news, bro. I, I know. Yeah, I know, right? So, Matt, you're, you're the new kid on the block. Yeah, I mean, for I mean, we already know you're in the band, but how did it start for you? Like, where are you originally from? How did you start in music? And what brought you to, you know, seek it as a career? Like, what did it all begin? Got it. All right. Good questions. Um, so I, I'm from L.A. originally. Uh, what part of I, L.A.? I, I, I was I was born in San Pedro and Harbor. Yeah, I grew up there for a bit. And then, uh, you know, this was sort of like, I mean, I guess it's still sort of in the process of being gentrified. But uh, yeah. our neighborhood was nice for a minute when I was born and then people started getting shot and stabbed right down the street. Oh, and I totally. was like, well, yeah, it's probably time for us to move. Cause uh, I'd, I'd like to, you know, take the kid in the stroller and that, that kind of <laughs> stuff. So, <laughs> so we, we moved uh, to the Torrance area and that's, I mean, that's where I grew up. So oh, yeah. um, Torrance is beautiful, man. Yeah. It's cool, man. Uh, my mom's still there. Uh, my, my dad lives, lives up on the Hill now. Um, oh, wow. Really? So it's cool. Yeah. That's I, how you I know you made the, it, man. Still get to see them both. And I mean, being a musician coming up in LA like that was, was also pretty cool. Cause I got to, I, you know, play a bunch of the, the venues that I originally saw my favorite bands in, you know, when I, when I was in high school before I ever started playing, yeah. um, eventually got to, to play at most or basically all of those spots. And some of them don't even fucking exist anymore, which is kind of oh, crazy. Tell me about it. It's heartbreaking. Um, yeah. So, and then, uh, how I started playing, um, in high school, my friends put together, uh, a really bad punk rock cover band and like they were, <laughs> they were legit so bad at their instruments that they, you know, one of them couldn't play Blitzkrieg bop and yell into a microphone at the same time. So oh, Jesus. they're like, Hey, do you sing? And I was like, nah, not really. And they're like, cool. Let's be in the band. Yeah. Perfect. So, <laughs> so, that's, so that's, that's how it all, that's how it all initially started. Um, and uh, I, I kind of, you know, t tinkered around with guitar here and there. But yeah. I, when high school ended, I was originally going to college to study recording engineering. Um, that was that was my initial plan. I was uh, recording our band and our friends bands on. You, you, you probably remember these uh, these little fucking red Fostex boxes. It's coming. Oh, yeah, totally. Exist anymore. The, the ones that you used to be on sale every other weekend. I could exactly. Yeah, match, musician's yeah. friend. Yeah, like it, the green the tag sale one weekend only. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, recording to like those giant SD cards that no one <laughs> uses anymore either. Or the, so. the short lived mini disc. Yeah, oh god yeah didn't even didn't even get into that so yeah so i mean when when i was originally getting into that i didn't even fucking know about pro tools or i'd never been in a recording studio any of that shit yeah. it was just you know we had a punk rock band and some of our other friends had punk rock bands and so i i tried to record us and some of those recordings actually came out pretty all right considering i didn't know what the fuck i was doing and the gear that i was using was next to trash basically oh what? shit uh, oh shit that's punk for you baby oh shit that's punk for you oh what shit. up cliff oh my goodness is he okay is he alive a new player has entered <laughs> clifford you look really serious choose your fool cliff you might need to put on some headphones i think we're getting put some headphones on cliff cool all right cool <laughs> No, I didn't need it because uh, it was playing on Facebook. We can't hear you, dog. Wow. Can you hear Cliff? Can you hear me? Nope. Okay, I can, Matt I can, can't hear I can, you. I can, I can. Yeah, I can hear him. Right, let, let me remove him and put him back on. Hold on. That's weird. 
Try again. It happens. It, this, how about now? So Cliff, say something. Hey. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Sometimes I got to remove them and put them back on. So, uh, so for those who just joined us, Cliff was apparently plucking his nose hairs. <laughs> so he's okay now. He looks sexy. Uh, he looks very sexy in his new picture with the seven string guitar. So, uh, but Cliff, we're we're just <laughs> catching up with Matt first. Um, so last uh, last you, you left, you were doing the recording thing. You're playing punk rock bands. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's why I initially went to, to college to study that. And, uh, so where did you, where did you go to school? So, so that's sort of the funny thing. Uh, yeah. the, the school I ended up going to initially, uh, had a pretty terrible music program, but their party system was fucking awesome. <laughs> so, uh, I, I pretty quickly realized that I wasn't gonna like, you, you know, that old adage, uh, those who can't do teach, that isn't those, always true, yeah. but I, I pretty quickly realized, look, uh, if I want to do whatever for a living, I can't be learning it from someone who's teaching at a state university because they're not doing it. So why the fuck would I want to learn <laughs> yeah. from those people? Yeah. You know? right. uh, so I pretty much didn't go to class and mostly just smoked a grotesque amount of weed and Amazing. taught myself how to play bass. Ooh, and incredible. after doing that for like a year and change, uh, dropped out and went back to work for a bit and then ended up going to um, MI in Hollywood. And the only reason I knew about that spot um, was because the, the second year that I was there, I moved into a house off campus. Um, and one of the one of the guys who was who was living there was also working and saving up money to to go to mi the, the following year oh so you lived in uh what i would call um middle earth hollywood because uh, it's not east and it's not west it's- correct yeah for for one year for my first year at mi i was living on basically uh like what the fuck was the name of that street not quite Cahuenga, but the one directly west of that and oh so hollywood it's Boulevard. um uh, not Cahuenga. Um, Cherokee, maybe? Wilcox, that's what it was. Wilcox. Ooh, you lived in the hood, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll, I'll tell you. It's, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not a really fun pill to swallow paying uh, no, That's a great place to take the kids. For a, for a single uh, room apartment and looking outside and going, oh, that's a... That's a homeless guy shitting in my planter. Again. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. So we now, now we have soil. We can plant a salsa oh, garden. No. Thanks for helping fertilize, bro. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, rough, man. Yeah, Hollywood, you see some crazy shit. That's I'll for tell sure. me about it, Matt. I'm sure, Matt, you've seen... Well, you were there early in the early millennial, right? Sort of. Um, so I was, I was at MI from... Uh, 06 to 08. That's when I was no, there. No, that was like the, the, the start of the the ratchetness where people were just swinging dicks and pissing on each other dude that was good time i mean there was some of that man yeah i mean it, you, you definitely don't forget something like uh watching watching a guy take a shit and wipe his ass with his hand and then <laughs> stick his shit and, and just go flag oh didn't no even, didn't even like scrape it, really it off he's like oh i'll fucking save that for later in the pocket <laughs> like i don't uh all right brutal so yeah. obviously you're you're la la made just like i am um but um, what it really inspired you to, I guess, make it a profession? That's always what I ask people because most people like to play for fun. They don't take it really seriously. Obviously, you, you were trying to record your, your fucking punk bands. You're like, all right, well, I can do it. Here's, here's how we, we should do it. You go to school for it, and then you learn more. But at one point, there was one defining moment in your career. You're like, I'm going to do this shit for a living to make money off doing this. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, when when I when I first got into playing, it was it was something that that I just really enjoy, I just really enjoyed the learning process is basically what it boiled down to. Um, and and aside from uh, recording people at that point, I hadn't really come across anything that I was really inspired to do consistently you know that there's there's that fucking 10,000 hour rule where in order to master any skill you need to put in 10,000 hours and the only way that's ever going to happen is if you actually love the work the the just the right. love the grind of putting in the time to get yeah, better at right. the thing the commitment man. totally because if you don't i mean if you, if you don't love the process you're never gonna put in the time i think that's a big problem nowadays too is uh a lot of I'm not going to say just people, but in particular in our industry with um, not just music, but the audiovisual arts from film to music to whatever. Um, they're so focused on what it takes to succeed and the struggle as opposed to just focusing on their quality of outcome. That's what I've been noticing. So, um, well, I think the I think the people who shine are the ones who are just doing it because technology is so available. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, it's it, right here, guys. Yeah. These right days, I pocket. mean, it, it kind of is a, a, a game of um, quantity over quality, you know, and you just yeah. see what, what bites. Um, but yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there are people who are um, these days with music and with videos um, doing a good job, putting in the work. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how successful these people are going to be long term. You know, it's kind of all about being viral and, getting noticed right away but uh but you guys can attest to this when i when i when i state that if you're doing this particularly for a paywall and not for the love and passion for it and just for the sheer raw you know obsession of getting good at it because you want to it's going to be short-lived if you just want to make just money and make it a job yeah man Um, i mean to a certain degree i feel like that's true for kind of any industry but it's especially true of this one yeah just because that ceiling unless you get to that next level that like you said that paywall <laughs> that earning ceiling is just so low wow andrew is like, that the sub drew is that the I the just, german uh valkyrie version of white gesture why wow well matt i mean n- now you're in the band I- i've enjoyed you you know watching you play with ben and all that um you you have a very interesting bass technique that um i don't see a lot of okay you and i are actually you're taller than me so you're a big dude um (laughs) i never see big guys carry bass like kind of like you're at like a belly level right here uh i always see them down low and and it causes them to do this when they're playing bass you're kind of like upright your posture is very good and you know you know, humor me on this because I notice very little things about musicians that I'm like, okay, so that's how he does that. So I look at your fingers, I look at your footwork, I look at your head, I look at your neck, I look at your shoulders. And for you being a big down. guy, I look at I look at his eyebrows. <laughs> Matt's um, got the power stance. For yeah, sure. you're pretty. You're pretty. You're pretty static like this. And I've seen I've seen a lot of bass players from fucking Fieldy from Corn to. Um, Dave Daru from Edema, like all these guys, and you know they're they have different styles. So, my question to you: At one point, everyone develops their style with their with their instrument, right? Um, they what was your? I, I guess I could say what was your one thing 
a one defining moment, one star, you're like, okay, this is how I'm going to play it only because it's more comfortable. And then you go through different, you know, positions before that, before you oh, settle yeah, on definitely, one. Man. Um, I mean, but when I was, when I was back at school, I, I wore my bass really high. Tom um, Morello style. Or what? Yeah, totally. Tom Morello style. Cause you know, <laughs> when you, when you wear your instrument that high, it's really easy to keep your, your left wrist straight. Yeah. And st- and stereotypically, that's the risk that you end up developing tendonitis and carpal tunnel problems with your, your with your fretting hand. Totally. Um, totally. But what actually ended up happening for me was sort of the 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 opposite. In that when you when you wear your instrument that high and you're playing a bass and you're playing finger style, you're I'll, I'll just let me see if I can show you here. You, your your hand ends up doing that thing. Yeah. Like a classical Zoom in guitar. More. So, uh, so what ended up happening is my right hand is all fucked up now. Oh shit. Really? <laughs> I've, got, I've got pretty, I've got pretty bad tendonitis and carpal tunnel in my right wrist. Just Ugh. from That's very you know, common when in, you, in bass players. I heard. Yeah. And I mean, when, when, when I was at school, you know, part part of, part of the great thing about going to MI, maybe the best thing about it was the fact that it just forces you to play so much, so many hours a day. Um, but since it's since there's a lot of that you know repetitive motion stuff going on, you can develop overplaying injuries and that kind of thing. And that's just what ended up happening. Trying to play too much and too fast without getting a proper warm up. You know, you have technique class at eight a.m. and the building's still cold. And oh yeah, trying to, trying to play class. too fast, Oof. too early in the morning. And um, so so after that started happening, I kind of. I guess went through a phase where I was just sort of dropping the bass lower and lower and kind of figuring out where the the ideal positioning was in terms of sort of everything really. Yeah. Um, yeah, even, you got to find even, that sweet spot with sitting and standing and all that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Even honestly, even the aesthetic value of it, because uh, for, for me, like you said, I'm a big guy, but a lot of that height is actually in my legs. So another thing that I noticed looking at live photos of myself is, uh, I, I just look fucking goofy with my instrument that high because it because it, like, like, co- it, like it covers up my torso and all of a sudden I'm just all legs. It's like fucking legs <laughs> in a head. <laughs> so 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 I realized to, to not hate every it's photo like, that was ever taken of me. The bass had to sit a little bit lower. Unfortunately, that that yeah. helped out my 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 wrist issues too. Now, did um, you ever uh, you know a, a lot of like old like late '90s, early millennium bands? They would jump. And kind of like uh, on cue, like just kind of like, I guess on the transient, we'll just time it and then go. Did you ever do shit like that in the past? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, like I said, I was I was in a punk rock band initially. That was, you know, those those were the kind of shows that I went to. And that's yeah, bro. That shit's important. That's par for the course. (laughs) That is is the punk rock wheelhouse right there. If you don't know, you don't know what's going on. Exactly. (laughs) If, If you're not spinning your guitar around your neck and trying to catch it on the downbeat and getting getting the lead singer decked in the forehead and then stitches right, right off the you show the yeah, that's punk rock baby right. um but matt dude that's that's awesome man and now you're in the band now you're still doing stuff um we have a little surprise uh during this podcast that um the the three of you so solemnly produced um and it happens to be one of my favorite songs i already told kyle like a thousand times um but yeah shit i mean that's that's Matt. Okay, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it is it Dennis or Dean? You know, it's it's uh it's it's kind of up for debate. I've I've D-nice. actually been I've, I've been pronouncing it. I've been pronouncing it Denis lately. Denis. I kind of like that a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Now, part of your no, one really, 
So, so my my real last name before my legitimately crazy grandpa changed it was Yakowitz. Yakowitz, that's Polish. That was fucking awesome. Very Polish. That's yeah, Polish that was a familiar yeah. last name. Cliff's uh, gonna hit the bench press until we start out. Oh shit! Cliff is gonna do some reps, baby. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. I just want to <laughs> say something. I just want to say something. So, uh, Matt is uh, you know we're we're lucky to have him. You know, it's not like. Oh, all that. Now you're in Vigester. Well, he's Matt has an awesome career that he's, you know, as a musician that he's done for years. We were actually chasing him for a long time. I think, Matt, I, I text you as early as I want to say like 2016, 2015. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Maybe I mean, not. When, not, when were not the like shows a, that we played together when I was still playing with Socionic? When was that? Um, like 2017. OK, yeah. So right around that time. Um, but honestly, I think I found your uh, listing somewhere. On, on either Craigslist or like band mix or something. I don't know. I remember, I remember it for sure. And I hit you up and um, didn't, didn't hear back from you. And then we ended up playing together. And then kind of that, that was a way that we, we, we started to establish a relationship. And uh, at that point when Socionic disbanded you, because you were so busy, you know, we, we had some free time and, you know, we were lucky enough to, to pick you up and jam and, and do some, uh, do some shows which have been fucking super awesome and the plan is to to cut a record you know soon and but last year matt was on a sick fucking world tour or excuse me uh national tour and uh anyway so yeah just wanted to put make sure that we knew that this guy is super credentialed so you're saying that uh christianmingle.com does work and you found thunder dick and <laughs> yes, it's sir. all working out now That's why doesn't beautiful. cliff have a nickname by the way we need a nickname for that he, well he just named himself cliff oh. you, get, you get to pick Wait, your own I name i don't think i named myself voodoo Kyle. did i do that well i must have done that last time <laughs> well you can enter your name regardless yeah. but well I'll, I'll go next to to cliff and um because cliff is i would say after just recently watching his youtube videos uh his playthroughs by the way if you don't know he's on he's on youtube uh it's cliff conway right cliff yeah um you're one of my favorite drummers of all time and I'm not blowing smoke up up your fucking ass um, because Cliff's fun to watch. No, he's fun to watch. I didn't know he can play that fast before. I knew he could play fast, but I didn't think he can play. I didn't think he wanted to play that type of stuff. And then I seen um, Slayer Snuff, right. and then uh, is it is it a uh, it was an Angel no, of Death? Was it a uh, War Ensemble? Yeah. War ensemble. Yep, just gotta work on that stamina. Yeah, and I'm just like, that's what dude. she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to play, you know, fast death metal and even, um, you know, speed metal back when we were, you know, teenagers. And I'm yeah, sure it wasn't as clean way back then. But I must have done that last time. <laughs> yeah. it, I'm confirmed. hearing some other. Look at that. I'm hearing look some other stuff. So I got a little. Is that, is that Clifford again? Turning up his volume. God damn it, Clifford. Anyway, I got confused. I started hearing some other voices again. Um, no, I'm kidding. So, Cliff. Was that? Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, no one, nobody knows you here except for us. We got a lot of people tuning in watching. Um, where did this start for you? How did you get started in music? I don't uh, even think I asked you this question before. Oh, the aliens caught him. God damn it. I'm trying to get the last that. <laughs> See? Uh, you got it? No, uh, I started with this guy. 
in um, elementary. So you started playing right at elementary. Guitars in the same month. The same month. Mm-hmm. That's fucking like destiny, bro. <laughs> Seriously. Well, we were just, yeah, we were just when did you leave virginity? In fifth grade. <laughs> now we were fucking nymphomaniac. Summer of 93. That's cool. Cliff got his guitar, and then I got mine shortly thereafter. You know, I think for Christmas. Oh, so and drums was not his first instrument. That's right, right. I think he went. Cliff, you went guitar, bass. No, it was first skin flute, and then it was. No, I'm just kidding. But he was like the the foreskin. Edit that out. We ended up just. just I didn't think about what I said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up jamming in his his parents' garage for years. And, no wait. Uh, so he, you put Cliff. You played guitar, or you can still play guitar. Mm-hmm. So what was the first song you 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 learned on guitar? Don't tell me it was Wonderwall. Nope. What was it? The, the meme wasn't around back then. <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole Hogan theme song. Real American from yep. Eric Derringer. No, are you kidding? Yeah, I want to. I want to say within like four or five months, Cliff and I were playing uh, at a talent show. At, for our fifth grade um, class, oh, um, we played um, "Come as You Are" by Nirvana, yeah, but they wouldn't it? let us do the part that said, "No, I don't have a gun." They're like, "You guys can't sing that." <laughs> wow! Yeah, how appropriate so for saying, school. I don't have a gun. Uh, that was our argument. They didn't just change it to a bun. No, I said that I don't have a bun. Within like four or five. But oh, wait, wait, Clifford, when did you start playing drums, though? Um. Like in high school. Oh, so you started later. So you were yeah. like, you thought you were destined to be a guitar player and a bass player. Mm, yeah, somewhat. But somewhat. Yeah, this motherfucker, you can still play though. You just got a seven string guitar. I just saw that shit. That yep. shit is sick too. Uh, so you started playing drums. What was the first song that you learned on drums? I think it was Misfits. Yeah, but which one? There's a ton of Misfits. Oh, London Dungeon. Oh, that's dude still remembers. One. Okay. That's great. Okay. You never forget your first. I know. Uh, I. <laughs> it was um, <laughs> just as thunder dick. <laughs> so Cliff, you learn a couple misfit songs. Um, what was the most challenging song that you first learned on drums? You're like, fuck, I gotta nail this shit, and then you learned it all the way through. And the aliens. Got I think it, it was probably um, Pantera Walk. Wow, really. Yeah. But what was so difficult about learning that song? That's that's something I would ask a drummer like you. I think it was like the snare hi hat um, play and with the kick drum, which is very generic. But well, <laughs> I mean, because everyone knows simplicity is at the very end of the song when so. the at the end of the outro. Oh, for some reason that snare that cat 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 it's a cat. That really like blew my mind. I was like, "Wait, how is this?" <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting syncopation going on. There. No, well, I mean, was that like your first taste of fills on the on the drum kit? Like, uh, did oh, you no. even know what the fuck? Oh, for it some was? reason, that's not, that was being um, like really tricky. For some, I don't know why. You oh. know what's funny, dude? I remember being in your basement while you were working on that, and I was trying it too. And I was oh, like, really? drums, drums are wild. Oh, I was a long time on the drum kit. The, double, um, the right, left. It kind of comes out of nowhere and it's like different than the rest of it. So I think that kind of throws it off. Yeah, those moments are funny, man. When you're when you're learning an instrument and you can vividly remember that one part of that one song that just fucked with you for weeks, you know, you're All like, right, so damn, he, why can't I get this? So he learns walk from Pantera. 
And then what? Did it just boost your confidence? You just start playing more and more. And then before you know it, you were fucking, you were Neil Pert or what? Overnight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty much. Overnight. <laughs> I was looking at the Facebook right I'm now. just blessed. There's like a 10 second delay on Facebook. You know that? Why right? are you watching it on Facebook? Of course, there's a 10 second delay. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to watch it in the browser. No, that's, where the comments Facebook. Are. that's where the comments are. No, the comments oh, are I... to your right. You have to click on the little comments thing. Oh, oh, live comments. Live. oh shit. I'll yeah. try to chat. And oh, then for, for Thunder Dick, tap on the screen, you'll see the uh, the little comments thing, uh, Matt. Okay. I feel like it's better doing it on Facebook. See? It's better. Uh, tap on the screen. Or on the right, it should say like comments or something like that. There's a. Yeah, I, I got a. Wow. He tapped the wrong button. <laughs> he tapped the wrong button. This is awesome. So, yeah, I've, I've got a live comment. He was on his phone, so the setup might Matthew! No! <laughs> Thunder Dick returns. Good. Hey, Lord, welcome man. back. Yeah, welcome good one. Back. No, it, it should be like somewhere because I did a mobile. Well, I mean, on the, on the bottom of the screen, it says chat, and I went to push that button, and then it kicked me off. Really? Yep. Uh, well, um, (laughs) then, okay. Then, okay. Cliff is self-explanatory. Please check out his YouTube channel. If you really want to be fucking impressed because Clifford, no, I mean this shit because I'm like, fuck now. I don't know why you're not renowned in this area. I know you're renowned in, uh, your hometown of Monrovia, right? Sure, like everyone not? knew who the fuck you were. <laughs> nah. Sure, sure. Why not? Uh, I have a few covers coming up, like uh, like that are pretty cool. I'm gonna do a Tool Fear Inoculum. Oh my god, are you serious? And that one's like it's fucking crazy working on it. It's fun. Wow. Okay. Okay. Jen, Jen says we got. That might take that. me uh, a month or so. <laughs> well, the reason why we got that feedback is because he was watching it on Facebook and not on the actual stream. So. Clifford uh, was on his Facebook tab. No, she, I guess. Yeah, I think she might be right. I'll turn it down. Well, that's what you Hopefully get from Hitler, man. Yeah, but, I can uh, hear but, but to now, Kyle, um, obviously you started playing with, uh, with Cliff, um, but you basically took it to, to the next level. I mean, I know you can also play bass, but you are, your specialty is guitar. Um, but There's let me ask you this. Yeah, <laughs> you you play. You're an awesome guitar player. You're probably one of my Thanks, top five, man. To be honest with you, that I know personally. I mean, there's a there's a realm of fucking guitar players, but thanks, bro. Um, Steve Vai. Fucking Kirk Hammett. <laughs> you're like Kirk Hammett. Wow, I think he's better than Kirk. But um, I learned you, you play guitar and sing. That I okay. Do. That's not an easy task, dude. It's not. I had to learn that in a month as an adult. When <laughs> when did you learn that? I'm sure you learned it early and you're like, fuck, I can't get the hold of this shit. And what was the first song you tried to sing and play at the same time? Um, man, that's a great question. I don't know. I think um, really I didn't start trying to play and sing at the same time until I was like in my 20s because Cliff and I, we had a singer in our death metal band in high school. So I didn't have to worry about it then. Oh um, shit! Okay. And then we went. We went for a while trying to look. R.I.P. Jeremiah. Right. Um, 
Yeah, he he passed away a recently. Death metal band. Wow, you hear that, Thunderdick? A death metal band. I'm I'm fuck? a little upset that I've never heard any of these recordings. Honestly. <laughs> oh, we got them. We got them. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you got them. Why haven't I heard them? Feel fucking right. left out. You're like, bring yeah, out the cassette player. You know, we should do like uh, Deicide and Cannibal Corpse and oh wow, uh, you know, bands like that. Um, but anyway, so uh, I, it just never really fell into my lap of like, oh, I should learn this because, you know, that's my role. It was never really my role. And oddly enough, I never really had an interest in singing. Um, and then after trying to find a singer for many years, um, I just started trying to sing and play. And, um, when it comes to know your role and shut your mouth, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, I mean, I, it was, it was kind of like that. It was kind of like that. I just didn't, I didn't care for it that much. Um, until wow, that's we, bizarre. We, we needed a singer because because Cliff and I tried out a lot of guys, and you know we go to the guitar center and you look at the they used to have the bulletins back in the day, and yeah. you take like the the little uh, piece of paper for the phone number and you call some guy and he shows up in oh. your, in your basement <laughs> or in your garage. Ninety nine out of hundred, you're trash. Yeah, there's that awkward, you know, 30 minutes of you guys trying to click and trying to uh, vibe. And it's just it's not working because he sings power metal. And you're just like, what the hell? You know, I mean, we had players is the fucking worst, man. Yeah. <laughs> when Socionic had to audition guitar players, we literally auditioned dudes for a year. Oh, we, Lord. That we had to have seen at least 50 guys. Dude, it's hard. It was cool. just... <laughs> Well, Cliff and I, we didn't see that many. That is a lot. You guys were definitely going for it. We had us, we were, it's, it's really my fault because I'm super picky. <laughs> Matt's you know mug, what I mean? dude. <laughs> I'm super picky when it comes to like what Your I want to do mug. with music. and, and Oh, yeah, you like that? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> they sure don't. You can they definitely do that. not. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm picking about who I want to work with. But at the time, we were just trying whoever. And uh, um, so I ended up singing as a, as a necessity. Um, and I've always been pretty good with rhythm. Yeah. You know, um, obviously it's kind of like how you start. Um, when I was introduced to metal, I played a lot of Metallica and the rhythms are fast, but they're not super complicated. So singing over that. You just got to down pick like a motherfucker. Right. Right. Singing over that. King of that. Was a great, was a great progression. And I happen to think that Cliff and I kind of popped into, um, learning our instrument into the genre of heavy rock music at a perfect time to learn because the first thing we did was we learned like grunge stuff which is really easy right and then we learned we we really got into metal which is a little bit more difficult or a lot more difficult i don't know whatever but um simple enough to understand it's just the speed that requires some time um and then we got into more proggy type stuff so it was just a, a a real perfect progression of of skill and interest um and anyhow, yeah, singing and playing for me, as far as the Metallica stuff, uh, wasn't super difficult. Mm. But trying to do covers of like Tool or other artists, that's when I started to really get challenged. When you have a singer who's separate from the guitarist. Oh, and, totally. And they're, and they're doing, you know, rhythms and they're being very loose with their vocals on top of a very tight guitar part. That's when I started to get real challenged. And that's when I had to, you know, really... Uh, get the metronome going and you know just try to figure out how to syncopate those things so yeah i would say that the two things in my musical uh experiment and adventure that really challenged me the most were learning like van halen solos remember christian yes yeah they were badass 
insane. Yeah, Christian was fucking crazy. That guy was nuts. Right. The bass player was the one who sang. He would he would be tapping like these solos and singing. Um, anyway, and singing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. The, the I remember you were learning some of that. You were trying to learn some of that. That was crazy. Right. Right. Um, just sweeping stuff. It's again when it gets to metal, it's really not that complicated. It's just about the speed. This it's yeah. really really fucking fast. Um, but anyway, yeah. So. Um, singing and playing was my second most uh, difficult challenge to, for music. And uh, I got to a point where um, the rhythm aspect kind of just got into this area of my brain where I didn't have to think about it that much. And uh, I kind of feel like that's where I'm at now. It, it really, for me, and this is what I teach to my students, um, it's about how many songs you learn, how many times you've learned all the variations on the rhythms, you know, and so that you're just, it feels natural. If you've only done 10 variations, then, you know, 11 and 12 you got to work on this so yeah i've just done so i've learned so many songs over the years that uh can pretty much handle whatever in the genre yeah you know some of that classical stuff you used to learn was like mind-blowing yeah i got into a a period of time where i was learning like bossa nova and traditional classical stuff um that uses uses a lot of counterpoint (laughs) uh, i'm like what yeah so the counterpoint is like yeah i learned some beethoven songs yeah, I definitely put out a classical album. I put out three. When, I, when we say put out, I, I yeah. literally just recorded it myself and gave it to my family and friends oh, for Christmas. Oh, no. I remember you. He had like a Christmas CD that he had passed yeah, out. I have three of them. And it was him like with the, with the whiskey glass like this. Yeah, that was the second. Was so, so that was like, the first one. It was so dark and morose. That was the first one. I'm actually. Like, pop that shit in. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did some some classical albums. Yeah, I should revisit oh, that, man, because I've actually gotten better. All right. But anyway, well, well, shit, man. I mean, everyone's got at least somewhat of a, a synopsis of a digester. Um, but um, I'm gonna play. A, I'm gonna play a song um, that you, the three of you, so solemnly put together. Um, but I, I, we'll talk about the background of the song after we play it for sure. But, um, let me just give compliment you guys on how well crafted it was. Um, I'm assuming Matt did a lot <laughs> on the it's recording. Okay. It was Matt's idea. Okay. Um, beautifully, uh, you know, put together, uh, it's different. I like it. I'm so used to the original, obviously, but this one, this rendition, I really like, um, Let's let's discuss because I have questions about the song that I never really got answered before. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll take it, you know, one one story at a time, because I don't want to you know, jump the gun with anything that I don't know about yet. So um, but for those tuning in, um, I am going to play uh, one of the songs. I believe it's one of like track five or six on the um God, yeah, you guys have so many fucking albums. Which one is it? <laughs> um, Enigma, right? What is it? Enigma, Enigmata, Enigma. I say Enigma, Enigmata. Track three on the new on the latest uh, EP. Track three. Okay, yeah. so um, it, but the minute I heard the song, I fell in love with it. Um, it hit it hit home, but I don't know what the lyrics are about. So uh, we're gonna tell in our most streamed song on Spotify. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, John Shay. All right, ready guys? Let's play this shit. I 
like that, dude. Once there was a child born with love in its smile, but life turned out away, and so began the heartache. Now, wandering down the back roads, I'm looking to escape. Let's go play and intoxicate with moonshine. Listen in the sun, the cold, cold, thinking about the darkness. The tears on the rise, they are away. I know it's too late to get back. I feel the skin away, and she says, Eclipse my memory with cabernet. Let's drink it like moonshine. Still shifting around our shadows. This isn't just a face you may change. The crescent moon is calling. It's time to recreate the soul knows your pain. Break your chains. Let's radiate. She peeled the skin away. The Thanks wow. to Edgar for the uh, background visual. Easy, just use this to so we're not just, mobile. We're not just sitting here staring at each other while it's. Yo, 
That was uh, it was. It it was awful. Bad though, dude. Honestly, on the stream, it was no. Awful. Everything here is not going to be in high quality. Even Thunder Dick over here knows that. Yeah, it's so, uh, so apologies, apologies to Matt for yeah, you know he, he worked super version. hard trying to get this thing sounding great and for it to debut sounding like that. <laughs> it kind of sucks, but I mean, it's just you know there's only a handful of people you know chilling with us, just our friends. We're oh, gonna yeah. obviously yeah. share. We're gonna share uh, bigger cool scale. Debut the, but when you hear the real one, you're gonna I mean, be that, that. That's with uh, a lot of stuff that's on 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 uh, on live stream, especially yeah. especially with live streams. I mean, it doesn't do any justice, but um, you know, nonetheless, man, it, it sounds great. It's well put together. Thank um, you, thank you. I, yeah, I, okay, now the question is. I just want to say uh, for anybody who wants to hear it the way it's supposed to be heard, uh, we'll be putting it out early next week, officially. Perfect. Hopefully, we can get it. That's that's up to Matt. Um, I think we might have one more render uh, master that we need to get back. But anyhow, I think it's one of the the best recordings that we've ever done, and that's funny because um, Matt did the whole thing you know, like on his own. Basically, he, he recorded it for us at Cliff's place, you know, um, and uh, we did vocals uh, at Matt's place so it was, it was the epitome of like a home recorded track and um you know matt just busted his balls trying to uh make it happen for sure Jaime, we love it brother i'm glad you like it man thank you um and anyway so yeah so that'll be out sometime soon the the proper mastered version i with, i, I think the lyric video I was going to say that yeah, that yeah. sounds, I don't think you guys have to do any more than that. I mean, that's as loud as it can get. And I, I, uh, if anything, I'm actually just going to have a master it uh, a little bit, a little bit quieter than that. Just seemed a little bit too squeezy on the super loud bits. Oh, the, the dynamic. I mean, we're, we're talking audio geek here. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for, for those who are, um, consumer, <laughs> uh, minded, um, when you let stuff breathe, um, you know, with the best comparison I can give people to, uh, that are not familiar with our, our work, our industry is when they watch a movie and they complain that the dialogue is lower than the explosions in the movie. That, that is called dynamic range. That's exactly what, uh, you know, Matt and I are familiar with as, as, as well as Kyle and Cliff, but, um, I've never it's heard good, one. man. Regardless, I mean, I can't wait to hear the the quieter version because <laughs> that's I, just you know, going to sound I, much better. I, some, so. I sometimes think that you know when I'm uh, when I'm at home eating my food and then they're talking, but the sound of me chewing my food is louder than the talking, and then shit's exploding because <laughs> <laughs> you know? I turn I turned it up because I need to hear them talking over my chewing, and so I do understand that to some degree. <laughs> a, a lot of the older movies are are worse in that in that uh, regard too uh, my wife and i watched uh, fucking air force one the other day oh my god dude. it's impossible yes, you have, you have to literally one. just ride totally. the, the volume on the remote oh, the wait, uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford? ford's fucking mumbling hey, matt, and i love that movie i want to tell you one thing matt yeah get off my plane <laughs> get off <laughs> my plane that's good that's good um so uh at this at this point um I'm going to play a little game with you guys and you guys are each going to give me your input on, I guess your opinion. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start with, you know, we can do it collectively, but, um, as a matter of fact, we'll do it collectively. We're not going to do it one at a time cause it'll take too long. Um, 
You guys ready? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. No idea what you're talking about. Let's go. You ready? It's a question. You guys are gonna answer it collectively, and get, feel free to to elaborate or on your on your answer, and just give me the craziest shit you can think of. So, um, did Ma- Paul Ma- did did Paul McCartney yeah. die, and was he replaced by a stunt double, like a double? Yes. Nah. <laughs> no way. How could a stunt double be, be Thunder Dick? Talented? What do you think? Oh, I know Dude, actually, Eddie, you know, I know about this. Oh, I, I'd you? also say no. Yeah. But it's hard but to I, prove. I also, I also don't really care. Like, if, if, <laughs> if he died and, and some other dude's now, like, playing with all his money, I mean, good for him, man. Yeah, that other <laughs> dude like, is oh, one talented. He died. So oh, so, oh, you look like him. You play like him. Okay, come on. Next. Yeah, get it. Uh, and the reason why, uh, Clifford, my touch on this is because in 1966, Paul McCartney died in a car crash, supposedly. And he was secretly replaced by a lookalike named Billy Shears. I've 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 heard the rumors. Um, I was just looking up right now. I was like, what's his name again? Billy yeah, Shears it was, the, was the on the first. Oh, he does look different, kind of. Yeah. The, and um, yeah. So I mean, he was I, friends with the band. I'm gonna say no, but then again, uh, dude, there's a lot of people. 1966, so a lot of shit happened back then too. That is totally undocumented. So yes, and. Uh, so, so they had to have known this guy before he died because yeah, they, yeah. they, they sing his name in the intro to, uh, with a little help from my friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah. He's a, he's a character in, in oh the in that album. Yeah. He's yeah. Like one shit. of the characters. In I forget Pepper. about that. That's actually a popular that. conspiracy. Like a okay. lot of people. You guys ready for another one? Yeah, shoot. All right. Did Avril Lavigne commit suicide in 2003? What? That's a popular. People say that too a lot. I haven't followed her career enough. I'm going to give the same answer. No, and I also don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You felt like the Chad Kroger effect. (laughs) No, no, no. She was with, uh, what's his name? Derek Wibley before she was with. uh, And here's the thing is the reason why Derek Wibley supposedly fell into depression and alcoholism is because she did kill herself and he had to play the role of still being with the the fill-in. So what's, what's what's the fill-in's name? Uh, also Billy Shears? No, fuck. <laughs> uh, it's um. Everyone she oh god. So uh, Avril Lavigne succumbed to depression in 2003 and killed herself. Her record label couldn't accept the loss of a cash cow, so it did what anyone would do and replace Lavigne with Vandella, wow. who will now be known as New Avril. Brittany. I Shears. don't know who the fuck is Vandella, but her, that's fucking like crazy. her first. Her hey, first name is Van. I don't know. I guess so. I don't know her real name either, but okay. um, yeah. So, I mean, Thunder Dick doesn't give a shit. I really hope she didn't kill herself. <laughs> but it's like, uh, you, you guys ever seen this thing with Avril Lavigne where she does not like to be touched by her fans. So she's always like, like maybe like three feet apart for pictures. Oh, no. It's, it's kind of like how dark fucking Reeves. Never actually hugs the people who ask him for a picture. He always keeps his hands separated. Who? Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. No, that's just, that's just smart, well, he, my dude. Yeah, because he doesn't yeah, want to catch the case, inverse man. effect. That's totally that's totally smart. Are right, you guys ready for the next one? I'm sure let's, you guys. Yeah. Let's, let's we'll, we'll remotely so care about this one. All right, Clifford, you ready? This will be interesting when one of us actually really cares and is interested. Stevie Wonder isn't blind. 
He caught the mic stand. Stevie Wonder is isn't blind. Matt? Yeah, so I, I, I saw the bit about him catching the mic stand. I mean... Yeah. Look, we, we've we've got a, a reality TV star as president now, so anything is possible <laughs> in, in 2020. But, yeah, I mean, what would the... I like a good conspiracy theory as much as the next guy, but there's got to be a point to the deception, right? This one, this one is really, really interesting, though, because when Stevie Wonder was born six weeks premature in 1950, doctors didn't know... Uh, that the highly oxygenated environments of newborn incubators could damage the human eye. Hmm. So oh. Stevie Wonder suffered the consequences and would go through the rest of his life blind. At least that's what he says. Over the and years, I guess that's what I'm getting at. What's the story? What's the what's the benefit to him pretending to be blind? It was the isn't him, he, Besides Ray Charles, wasn't he the next? basically person that was blind that's in line for stardom because he was so talented he was at motown young if you're yeah blind, well yeah. i mean that's kind of what i'm saying like that guy would have been fucking gigantic whether he was blind or could see it didn't really matter <laughs> good point they say some people sell their souls he, he sold caught them. a mic stand which is bizarre that's pretty i mean yeah, maybe, how did honestly, he maybe it's just some of that daredevil kind of shit been blind for so long yeah, that his that, ears yeah, is like Radar. I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards heightened uh, extra sense sensory perception. Wow, really? Um, maybe not extra sensory, but other senses. Yeah. Um, and maybe he's not 100 like percent blind. Maybe he's 90 percent blind. You know, <laughs> but he still ha- he's uh, he, uh, there's like a there's like a gif of him lifting up his glasses, or it's just not a gif, but it's like a short video, and you can see his eyes are all white and gray. You Wait, know? it's kind of like Batman when all the bats are flying and he's all tripping out like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stevie Wonder's like that all day. <laughs> he can sense the environment. Are you, you ready for another one? Sure. We, we still got time for a couple more. Why not? Um, Katy Perry is actually a grown-up John Benet Ramsey. Mm, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yes. Let's just yes. go to the next one. Let's it was a. <laughs> <laughs> He's like this rabbit hole. God, I've well, heard I'll, of give, I'll give Matt a synopsis of what it is. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. I mean, uh, Kyle won't comment because it's it is bizarre as fuck. I'm sure Kyle's watched this before, but it was birthed on YouTube just like any other uh, conspiracy video. But uh, the video says that uh, Bene, John Bernay Ramsey's parents sacrificed a young beauty queen so that she could become famous later in life. That, and then the, the guy that did the video proves his point with photos purportedly showing showing that Ramsey's parents are the same people pretending to be the parents of Katy Perry's character. Uh, he also blends pictures of young Benet uh, Ramsey into pictures of grown-up uh, Katy Perry, arguing that the features line up perfectly, but they don't. But... It's fucking bizarre, nonetheless. Um, well, I mean, how could the features line up that we're talking about a twenty-year-old versus an eight-year-old, right? Yeah, right. But it's like um, kind of like uh, that's well, the other al- one I saw. Also, um, also though, I, that doesn't that doesn't really line up time-wise, does it? Like how? No, it how doesn't. Old, how old would Joan Benet be now? She'd be like fucking forty. But you know what does? Which I saw. I'm um, like that. Michael Jackson was really the same person as Latoya Jackson. 
Have you seen that one? <laughs> is this number five? Is this number no, five? No, I, I just ran into this one. <laughs> getting weirder, you know, it's always like, oh, uh, uh, was it, uh, up next or whatever videos are queued up on the on the right side. Hey, I have to ask you something, Edgar. Yeah. Who gave Katy Perry one of her first big breaks? Uh, payable on death, POD. Shout out to uh, Sonny Sandoval and Marcos and all those guys from SD. No way. Um, Gym Class Heroes. She had a song. (laughs) She did do Gym Class Heroes, right? That's right. Yep. Um, Oh, shit. I I ran into like this weird one about Bob Dylan. Um, His son was Jacob. No, that apparently Bob Dylan stole uh, Blowing in the Wind from a random New Jersey high school student. Did you hear about this one, Kyle? No. You know the song Blowing in the Wind? Yeah, I actually play that song. Yeah, so... I perform it. The theory will point to a 1962 performance of uh, Laura Wyatt's band at his New Jersey high school. The band played Blowing in the Wind, and Wyatt told the school paper he had written the song. So when it appeared on Dylan's album the following year, those who heard it uh, before assumed it was theft. So apparently he stole the song. Hmm. Which it's very credible because it's happened a lot in this fucking industry. You guys know this. Um, that that's that's something that is fuck. That's like a big no no. It's like joke stealing for comedians. But worse. Um, well, but yeah, way worse. It's like uh, like yeah, the what? whole um. What was it? The um. The stairway to heaven lawsuit that that happened not too long ago. Uh, and then the um. The Marvin Gaye and um, I mean, he what, what was his Dick. name? The Pharrell. yeah, the Pharrell, but Pharrell and the, uh, Robin, Thicke. Robin Thicke, right? Uh, was, that, uh, that, was done. that one was fucking stupid, though, man. You, like, you, that it was, was even Ti owed money. Come damn, on. <laughs> like <laughs> that, why did I owe money, ridiculous. motherfucker? You know, I think Ti was I the only one in the video. Yeah, Ti yeah, was the only one who didn't owe money out of Robin Thicke and Pharrell. From what I heard, the the linchpin of that um, whole suit was uh, there was an interview where Pharrell openly admitted that yep, they used it right. for reference. What? Yeah, but that's right. not what that's not what stealing a song is, though. Yeah. Right. No, but then right, but it, it held up in court, I guess. But that's yeah, I, that's that's just ridiculous. It's just like it's not it's not the same it's not the same melody. It's not the same chord structure. They just they borrowed some rhythm elements. Percussion. I, I agree that to me the rhythm the rhythm section is the only thing that sounds the same. Yeah, yeah and that's and not according copyright. to. Um, it sounds like it's bottles, like you're hitting bottles with sticks, you know. And uh, refresh my memory, Matt, because you and I went to school for this stuff. Um, you can't copyright percussion. No. Correct? No. Yeah, it's uncopyrightable. Can't, can't copyright a drum groove. No, can't, you can't. None of that. So so a lot of that is open. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, what's the term? Open, not open source. Um, fair use. Fair, fair use. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's why we had the most sampled drummer of all time, who was a jazz drummer. I forgot his name. And he just recently oh, passed Clyde away. Stubblefield. Yes. What was his name yeah. again, Cliff? Clad Sliders. Yeah, he yeah. died like three years ago. Yeah. And every hip hop artist like literally sampled his shit. Um yep. that's, like fucking crazy. All right, yeah, we got time for one more, and this is a fucking bomb, dude, because this is a band that I was heavily influenced by in, in the nineties. So and by the way, by the way, 
just so that we can <laughs> get to the questions that I thought you were going to ask about the song. Well, I was going to ask is, fire this one off and because I got to get going. <laughs> no, all I wanted to know, or okay, let me fire this one off and you tell me about something. We jumped the gun on this one, but um, Kurt Cobain wrote holes live through this. Is that the album or just one song? Yeah, the the first one. Oh, well, that's what I heard. Yeah, and then yeah, also Kurt Cobain wrote that entire right. album for Courtney Love. Yeah, they probably wrote it together, man. That's a Sounds great right. fucking album too. Uh, it's yeah. it's it's a fucking classic, but apparently, um, so Hole put out four albums during its whole run, and uh, Live Through This came out in '94, and undoubtedly, it's a fucking masterpiece. Why? Because Courtney Love wrote it. No, Probably yeah, but not. the way she sang it too was important. You know, she did a good job. But um, uh, one of the, one of the best front front women of rock and roll ever she was just fucking crazy you know but and she had she had that extra thing that you need to have on stage and it was just like you couldn't take your eyes off her great good singer when she was on you know when she it's was like she, Allen, but like a female but ultimately <laughs> courtney love right matt killed, killed Kurt I mean, Cobain, right guys <laughs> for, for sure she did and she definitely wasn't as crazy as Gigi Allen that guy would like literally throw his own shit at people during the show <laughs> oh god that's, like, that's, that's prime I don't, even, I don't even know who Gigi Allen is yeah he's, he's like an OG shock punk rock guy I know who Gigi Allen is dude that dude is insane yeah. insane yeah. Legit, legit insane Yeah, nice. I don't know who's more insane him or uh, Sid Vicious by I'd the say, way, I'd say sure. Gigi is way more insane. Sid was just a junkie crook. jerk off. Sid yeah. was, and he just got <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. And he did some stupid shit, and now in the story. So, by yeah. the way, I don't even know if we've actually said the name of the song that we streamed. Oh, I, I didn't I say some burning moonshine? No, sir. <laughs> okay, so the name of the song <laughs> to confuse everyone. Burning moonshine. No, you guys yeah. said it, and the, 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 you guys said the track listing is like track five. There we go. Hopefully right. that's enough. Okay. Try yeah. five. Well, anyway, back to the song. Uh, <laughs> Sun, Kyle. and Moonshine. <laughs> what is it about? Um, so, I mean, it's really kind of simple, to be honest, but it, it just gets into the intricacies of the, the situation. It's about um, trying to forget your past through alcohol. So it's about alcoholism. Mm. Um, but it's it's more than that you know it's about really being able to find comfort in something that sedates you and allows you to just feel good because that i mean obviously it's it's one thing to just say oh it's about alcoholism and then people look at it negatively but then there's this whole other level to it where if you've ever you know been through that or been with someone who's going through that there's there's a lot that's going on and and it's almost hard to take want to take somebody away from wanting to feel better because that's just that's what makes them feel better you know but at the same time you know that it's kind of tearing them apart so um look at the lyrics i'm sure we're gonna we're gonna have a lyric video for it i'm looking so, forward uh, to that would be badass so yeah so so it's about you know someone who's in a relationship um with someone who is you know struggling with um substance wow okay so because i know the the uh, uh, erase my memory with Cabernet. Is that correct? 
Right. Let's drink it like moonshine. What do you mean drink it like moonshine? Boy, moonshine, you sip. You don't chug it. Well, no. You can only sip you know it for I'm so long. You can only sip it for so long before you're fucking, you know, swishing it. So, you know, the, the let's drink it like moonshine is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I think for most people, you can kind of be more, um, uh, more subdued or more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, more controlled with wine. Mm, Whereas with I moonshine, see. obviously you would get more carried away. I've never actually had moonshine, but I'm, you know, I've had Everclear and I've had one, I've, I've had, had 151. I don't remember I've, taking it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, you yeah. take 151 or Everclear, it doesn't take long. Yeah, those Diablo shots with 151 are, are killer. It's basically a 151 shot, Matt, with Tapatio in it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll make a dick. Sounds terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, listen, Kyle, uh, Matt, Cliff, um, I want to thank you guys for being on the podcast. Um, you know, we, we made it short and sweet because there's a lot of things you guys have got to catch up on. Um, I didn't want to scare you guys with all these conspiracies because you guys won't sleep at night. I know Cliff will pee, <laughs> pee himself in the bed. It's for fun, um, man. It's actually kind of interesting. Uh, but uh, just to remind everyone, follow Vigester on facebook follow vigester on instagram obviously the name has been ticking at the bottom of this fucking podcast for the entire hour and eight minutes that we've been on um new single will be coming out as early as next week um but they do have uh what you guys had three eps out yeah three albums yep. out three Good albums job. out on all major streaming platforms apple music uh spotify uh, i'm sure title <laughs> Google Music, YouTube Music, whatever, whatever you stream on, it's on there. And um, shit, um, if you're an audio geek like me, maybe hit them up for a hard copy and have them snail mail it to you. So I just want to also shout out um, for for Matt. You know, Matt is uh, doing recordings and he's doing mixing and stuff. And Cliff is also uh, tracking and mixing for um, probably any genre, but, you know, mostly towards the hip hop genre. So if there's anybody, if we can get this out to anybody who's interested, you guys share with your friends. Um, Especially now with everything, everyone being at home more often, it looks like we're going to be at home again. Uh, that from right. what uh, the powers that be are are saying are hinting. Um, yeah. Now now is the time to be more creative. Now is the time to reach out to those people who do have the resources, such as Matt, such right. as Kyle, such as Cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, I specialize in podcasting, so you can hit me up as well, even if it means uh, getting tips and tricks on how to set up your equipment. Well, now you guys have known right. how to do this for a long time, but I just recently started helping out people. You guys have the resources to help people out too. Uh, hit up Matt. Uh, I believe it's uh, bass player Matt. Oh, uh, my Instagram handle. Yeah, Matthew the bass player. Matthew the bass. Fuck, no one had that. Yeah, it's I, I got Matthew the bass player. Wow. Com too. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Somehow. Wow. <That's> hilarious. <laughs> wow. Bought that shit like ten years ago. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and then uh, um, no, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, and you know, we're gonna be hopefully soon really getting it down and figure out what we want to do with what now has to be a home recorded um, EP. And, you know, this will be our first one with Matt on it. So we're super pumped about that and we've got the skills and we've got the equipment and we've got the, the time now, you know I mean? We're all just kind of sitting at home. Can I make a suggestion? Cause I'm a big fan. I've been seeing all these bands do live streams. 
Can you guys do a set? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. Will you engineer it? Yeah, dude. Oh, totally. We just got to pick the location. That's it. There we that go. way, we, you know, we can have the, you know, the ice cream man in the back, in the background. Uh, we can have uh, the bench okay. press. We can have the bench press right there. Um, and, <laughs> That's you know, important. Very uh, aesthetic. Yeah, I would just love to see. If I can't see you guys play at a venue, I would like to see you guys play at least, you know, online and then get it recorded and then I could play it back. So, For um, sure. But also hit up Cliff, Triple C, um, also on Instagram. He's on YouTube. Check out his YouTube channel. Uh, hit him up here on, on Facebook. He also has uh, a setup. Uh, depending on the area, you choose, pick and choose. Um, I believe Matt's in L.A. Um, uh, we're over here in SGV. By L.A., you mean Pasadena. Yeah, so, uh, you know, just... Yeah, according. I mean, we we all do different things. Um, also, hit up Kyle. Kyle's still teaching guitar. Right. Um, I give classes. Uh, he's doing remote classes, so be sure you. Uh, you teach too, right, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, he teaches bass. Um, and Cliff, I don't know how drummers would teach drums remotely. That is so weird. <laughs> Thomas Pretty but, does it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's possible. Possible. Nonetheless, guys, thanks thanks again for being on. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, for um, sure. Thanks for having us, uh, man. We'll, appreciate, we'll, it. Yeah, appreciate it. Maybe we'll do a follow-up for um, you know the upcoming live stream. We'll make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but thank you again for being on, guys. I appreciate you guys. Our pleasure. Awesome, right. brother. Peace out. Guys. Peace. Cheers. All right, y'all. That was Vigester. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, for, for those that are very unfamiliar with the band. I have followed them for quite some time. Um, they're, they're particularly like one, one of my favorite bands that I like to listen to on the reg. Um, but check them out. Don't, don't hesitate to, you know, you know, explore new, new things. I always like to throw out original bands that I've always been a fan of. Uh, and the reason why I'm, I'm a little more compassionate about stuff like this is because I used to play an original, ba- original bands too. Um, so right now is the time to support, uh, local bands, whether they're playing covers, whether they're playing originals or both, whatever, be sure you support these people. Um, I, I, it's dear to me to have you, uh, show support, even if, you know, you hit them up for uh, a t-shirt, whatever. I mean, a lot of these bands have merchandise. I, I really would appreciate, uh, maybe I would have a Ed Namor podcast t-shirt coming up soon, but, um, please check them out. Um, they're on all major streaming platforms. Uh, thank you again, guys, for tuning in. Uh, much love. Um, wash your hands, wear your mask, even though there's a lot of people that are refusing to. And uh, we'll see you soon. Take care.